Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to my podcast. I'm super excited for today's episode. I love you guys so much. Also, I never say this and I always forget. If you guys like this episode, will you please leave me a review on my podcast, on the Apple podcast, on Spotify? I don't think you can actually leave like written reviews, but it would mean so much to me if you guys left me written reviews on the Apple podcast and on the Apple podcast app. And yeah, and that would just mean so much to me. So thank you so much. I love you guys. Let's talk about this feminine principle of holding the paradox. What does that mean? And I just had a call with one of my clients and I was kind of explaining to this to her in in our session and I felt that it would be a really good topic for our podcast. Holding the paradox is a very lost art. It is a feminine art. And in our society right now, we only really have this masculine principle, which is holding the polarities. And so it's either this or that, or it's one or two, or it's this or that. It's just these polarities, right? And so those are really helpful at times, but the feminine principle is holding the paradox. So it's saying there's this and there's that, and there's this gray area in between and this contrasting thing and this totally contrasting thing. And I can hold them all under this one umbrella, sit with them. They're not actually contrasting. They can all work together in tandem. And so instead, the masculine principle of kind of holding that polarity, it says, those cannot work together in tandem. It's either this or it's that. They cannot work together versus the feminine principle holding the paradox is these can kind of all coincide. They can work in tandem even though they are seemingly separate things. They can work in tandem. They can all exist and from that space we can actually make really empowered decisions when we can hold that fullness, the wholeness of a human being, of an idea, of a concept, of life in general. If we can hold that fullness, that paradox and see that the paradoxes don't necessarily need to contrast and they don't necessarily need to mean that they cancel out the other one then that is that's holding the paradox now that's the feminine principle so i'm going to give some examples i also want to say that both of these aspects the masculine and the feminine the holding the paradox and the really polarities like it's either this or that they're both really needed at specific times the issue right now is that because our society has been wounded masculinized right so there's not actually any healthy masculine energy there's not really any healthy feminine energy either so it's just this hyper wounded masculine state that our kind of society is in and anything feminine has been disrespected discarded and pushed to the side and suppressed and so the these principles exist within everybody to be a balanced human being to be a full human being you have to be able to interact with both of these principles as you guys know there's masculine and feminine energies within you within everybody and so holding these principles equally you know being able to interact when needed to pull one out holding the paradox or to pull the other out holding the polarities those are both skills that need to be 
worked with, integrated, mastered to really be able to show up into our lives in a healthy way for both men, women, non-binary people, trans people, whoever it is, any gender, any person, everybody needs to be able to work with these aspects but what we see right now is this hyper putting on a pedestal of the masculine space which is polarities like it's either this or that and we don't see really much of this holding the paradox the feminine so one example of that that was coming up in a conversation the other day was this idea and and you know I want to preface this by saying when we cannot hold the polarities or sorry when we cannot hold the paradox when we cannot hold these contrasting things and see that they don't actually cancel one another out that they can all exist what happens is that we become in resistance to truth and it becomes very confusing so when the wholeness of something is rejected it becomes very difficult because you're not interacting with life from a space of truth truth, it becomes very difficult to actually understand things. Things become very confusing. We begin acting out of illusion and delusion. And so one area that is an example of this is with abusers. And I'll give a really clear cut example with Brett Kavanaugh, right? And so Brett Kavanaugh was or is a Supreme Court justice and he was accused of rape and or sexual assault. And when that was kind of going on, we saw this this list, right, when he was uh, kind of, you know, in front of all the, um, the government and they were going through his little trial or whatever and he was found not guilty from, you know, the government. They said, you know, that didn't happen or whatever, which is a massive injustice. What happens a lot of time with abusers is that people will testify to their character. And one of the things that happened with Brett Kavanaugh is that they made this list of all of these women that were kind of checking out off his character, right? So they were saying, okay, he's a great guy. I had great experiences with him. So maybe let's say a hundred women wrote their name on this list saying, this man is a great man. I've had great experiences with him, right? And so on the other hand, we have a woman saying, you know, this man raped and abused me. We actually had multiple women saying that, right? And so if we are coming to these situations not able to hold the paradox, what happens is that we come to it from a very masculine lens, which says it's either either this or that. He either had good experiences with women or he's a rapist, but both cannot coexist. He either, you know... um, raped this woman, abused her, he either beat this woman, which he was not accused of, but he either beat this woman or he walked this woman down the street, this old lady down the street and helped her with her groceries, but both cannot exist. And so what happens is that life becomes very confusing because we are unable to hold this paradox. And what the truth lies a lot of times within the paradox and being able to hold it. And we can only see clearly when we are able to hold this paradox. So what the truth would look like in that situation is he sexually assaulted me and sexually assaulted multiple people. And he also might be a good father a good husband. He might have had very good experiences with women. Those do not cancel one another out. Now we can have a conversation now that I'm holding all of it and I can hold all of it and say, okay, now we can get to the truth here, which is that that doesn't, it's kind of irrelevant, right? You having a good experience with blank or having a good experience with that 
doesn't mean that it cancels this out. But do we see how when we're only looking at life through polarities, you either did this or you did that, but both can't coexist. So it come, becomes very confusing. This happens a lot when you have an abuser in the family because it even more, it hits home even more. So let's say, I, I'll actually use my own experience, right? So let's say I have a father, which I do, who is a serial abuser, which I do. So if I have a father who's a serial abuser, right? And women accuse him of abuse, but I personally haven't seen it, which is not true. But let's just say, I have not ever seen this, right? So let's say I have a father who serially abuses women and women accuse him of that, right? But to me, my father is very loving. He's very kind, which is also true. Very loving, very kind, very sweet, very doting, present, uh, all of these types of things, all of the above, right? Very emotional, very kind, right? But at the same time, the things that I'm seeing women accuse him of, which they're correct on, are horrific, horrific, horrific crimes, right? Horrific crimes. And if I'm unable to hold that paradox, I will get lost in delusion, right? Holding the paradox of I have a father who treats me like this and he treats others like this and that can all coexist. And now that I can hold that and I'm not in resistance to that truth, now I can actually make decisions that feel empowered. I can sit with my pain. I can identify this paradox without being in resistance to it, right? Because it might be what happens is that I think actually the reason society has become so masculinized in this one area is because a lot of times it benefits men because they never get to be held accountable, right? Well, if your mom testifies or says, he's always been great to me, therefore he couldn't do this, now that benefits that man because he never gets to, has to be held accountable, right? So if we can hold the paradox and say, I'm not in resistance to the fact that you were a great son to me, father to me, friend to me, but you also did this horrific crime and that can all coexist. So now where do I go from here? And that's the empowered truth that we have been unable to kind of get to because holding the paradox, basically being in reality, allows one to make empowered decisions. It allows one to see clearly because you're no longer in resistance, confused, uh, you know, shaming one aspect, not, not, you know, saying that this can't exist and if this exists and it's just all confusion, it's all delusion, right? And so when you're able to hold this full paradox, life becomes so much more easy to move through difficult situations, right? Because you can say that can exist and so can this. Even in relationships, right? So even in my relationship with my partner, when we have a disagreement, my truth can exist and so can his at the same time, even if his looks completely contrary to mine. And that actually is not as easy as it sounds, especially when it gets like very nitty gritty, very dense, right? And there's pain on each side maybe and, and it's very dense, right? And so to say like, well, if you say that, then that means this about me and then my truth can't coexist. My truth, and, and it might seem like that on the surface, but when we're able to dive and practice coming into this feminine principle and saying, actually, that can exist and and I'm not actually going to to deny that that exists and then mine can exist too now how do I find that middle area 
Now, now that they both exist, now what? And so I think that this is very, very helpful. And especially with abusers, when we can hold all of that, then we can actually make empowered decisions because we can see the fullness of life, right? And we don't actually have to allow people to no longer be held accountable, right? So, you know, let's say I have a family member, which obviously I just said I do, but I'm going to kind of like make a little situation. Let's say I have a family member and they are an abuser and it's it's causing me a lot of pain because I'm feeling very confused. Well, they did this to me. How could they do this? I'm so hurt. And then all of this kind of drama. But when we can ground into, okay, they did this and they also did this. Now you can actually sit with your authentic emotions and decide, do I want this person in my life or not? Now that I know that both can exist, I can also sit with my pain around that situation. A lot of times not being able to hold the polarity also sorry, not being able to hold the paradox also allows us to hide from our pain. If we say it's either this or that, we can turn away from some aspect of something, right? I can shame or reject that aspect of it and I can kind of turn off my feelings because it's not that at all. But when we can hold the fullness, we actually get to come into our grief, our sadness, our disappointment, our hurt, our whatever it is, and sit with our actual real emotions, our real emotions on the situation. And that's really powerful, which is also an aspect of the feminine. Being able to sit with your real emotions. That has been also lost in our society. And it is so important to be able to sit with your real emotions. And another aspect of now the polarities, the masculine principle of identifying polarities and acting on them is also very important in its own situations. So I gave this this example to my client the other day. What I told her was, you know, of course, holding the paradox is extremely important. That's important in many areas of life. And the other aspect is the masculine, which is holding the polarities. And that one is equally important to women as well. And so sometimes what we see is that women don't hold the paradox when it's needed and they don't hold the polarities when it's needed and they switch them, right? And so they say, oh, when I'm supposed to be holding the paradox, I'm going to hold the polarities. And when I'm supposed to be holding the polarities, I'm going to hold the paradox, right? And so what that means is that it's always an attempt to skirt or hide away from real responsibility action and empower decisions and so an area where polarities are very important can be with your boundaries right so that's an area a masculine area where that needs to happen you absolutely have to have boundaries and it's either this or that so I'll give you an example with let's say And my boyfriend would never, but let's say my boyfriend asked me for a threesome, right? He would never want that. He would never ask me for that. You know, he would never, ever desire that or want that or want that. And, you know, in our relationship, because obviously that is the most disrespectful and harmful thing um, you can do if you're in a monogamous heterosexual relationship. However, let's say he asked me, right? my boundary, there's no paradox there, right? I don't say, okay, I can hold this and I can hold that. Now, how do I know? What do I say? What I say is I use the polarities and say, no, that's not acceptable to me. It is either yes or no. And my answer is no. 
And I'm and because you said that, looking in polarities, I now need to reevaluate this relationship because what you said cannot coexist with a healthy and respectful relationship. For example, let's say your boyfriend beats you up, right? There's no polarities. I'm sorry, there's no paradox there. Of course, you can hold actually the paradox of he beat me up, but he also did this. And now I can make my empowered decision using the polarities, which is I am not okay with this. It is either I am okay with this or I am not. Even if holding the paradox, he's nice to me sometimes, he's loving to me sometimes, and he also does this. Actually, even being able to hold the paradox in that is very helpful because a lot of times women will hide from themselves and say, well, if he did this, kind of going to the polarities, then he can't do this. So if he's nice to me, then it means that I shouldn't leave our relationship or then it didn't mean anything when he beat me up or it didn't mean anything when he cheated. Because he loves me, then it doesn't matter if he cheated, right? So holding the whole paradox and saying he can love me in his own version of love and he also is not allowed to cheat on me and I can hold that all and then use the polarities to make a decision from what my boundaries are. I am not okay with being cheated on or I am okay with being cheated on. Which one is it? And so we use the polarities to make healthy decisions, to make boundaries and to hold those boundaries and to say, no, I'm not doing that. It's either this or that. I am not going to be okay with that, right? And so that's very, very helpful sometimes. It's really, really helpful for us to be able to kind of come into those polarities and say, it's either this or it's that, but it it can't be all of it, right? And I think actually a lot of times as I'm speaking is that being able to hold the paradox allows you to go into that polarity space, right? So I can hold the paradox of, and this is what I meant where if it if you don't understand and you can't move with both of these, both of these energies, you will distort them and not be able to really move with them. So I'm going to give you an example just with what I was saying, how you can, how both of them flow in tandem, right? The polarities and the paradox. So I can hold the fullness of the paradox, which is my boyfriend might love me or show love in his own distorted, ridiculous way. And he also cheated on me. I can hold that paradox and and validate my feelings on both sides, right? I don't need to say he cheated on me, therefore he hates me. I can validate my emotions and, and validate myself. And I don't also need to say um, he loves me and he treats me so well, so therefore he didn't cheat on me, right? I can hold the fullness and I can I- identify the whole there and I can sit with my feelings on both sides and then from that space I can identify the polarity and make an empowered decision so it's so important to be able to uh, to me it, it you are able to make empowered decisions when you're able to hold the paradox right because when you're you're not able to hold the paradox let's say you say he loves me therefore he can't cheat on me or he didn't mean to cheat on me or it's okay if he cheats on me right that's an inability to hold the paradox. He can love you in his own distorted way and also cheat on you 
And now it's holding that and then going into the polarities and making an empowered decision. But when we're not able to hold this paradox, we can't make empowered decisions because we get distorted. Like Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was saying in the beginning, we come from delusion. We can't see the truth. And so holding that fullness and saying he can love me in his own distorted way and also, you know, cheat. Okay, now what is my, what are my standards here? I'm not willing to be cheated on or I am. There's no gray area there. It's either one or the other. So I am going to leave you. I'm not okay with being cheated on. So I am going to leave you. I'm not going to stay with you. I'm not going to go in this little in-between area. I'm not going to hook up with you after we separate. I am going to leave you. That's it. You won't ever hear from me again. And that is it. That's the polarity. That is how you set boundaries and keep yourself safe. Now, in healthy and safe relationships or in life in general, being able to hold this paradox also allows you to be more in your receiving and soft and surrendering feminine only once you are in, you know, safe, of course, safe friendships and safe relationships. Once you're in that space of safety, then you can use this holding the paradox and don't use it as a distortion in your unsafe relationships when you should be using the polarities to get out of it or to make decisions, trying to hold, you know, well, he said this and he, it's, it's not that. It doesn't mean that you become a doormat and you can see everyone's understandings and positions and then you just allow them all to, to shine and, and to be. What it means is that you can hold all of it so you can see clearly so that you can make healthy decisions, right? Right. But once you are in a healthy and safe relationship, it also allows you to communicate better, to problem solve better when you can stay in this feminine principle within your relationship. Right. Again, I can't emphasize enough how much it has to be once you are in a very healthy and safe relationship with, you know, a very healthy and safe man or woman or whoever it is. Right. And this could be with a friendship. This could be with a parent. This could be with whoever. And so when we are in safe situations, we're able to come into our fem feminine principle more because the feminine can only come out once she feels very safe. When we're in unsafe situations, we might be leaning a little bit more on our masculine, which is totally normal and totally fine. So once you're in a safe and healthy relationship, it's also very great and, and helpful to be able to go into this this principle. And my my partner, Jeremiah, has actually praised me on this many times and told me it's one of his favorite things about me is that I'm able to hold the paradox within our relationship so eloquently. And I can hold his truth and I can hold my truth and I can hold a lot and understand where everyone's coming from and find, you know, the path kind of forward or find that 
that union in between in the middle and see kind of okay this is yours and this is mine okay where do they unite and and they don't have to cancel one another out it doesn't have to be you against me or this against that it can be working in tandem and where do we find that little middle area or how do we work together how do we bring this kind of union and for me I found that this is really really helpful in life and especially in my relationship being able to hold this paradox is really, really helpful. But yeah, so I just wanted to kind of tell you guys about this principle and help you guys learn about it, start your journey into mastering it or practicing it or integrating it. And I think it is so important to do kind of in life in general. And it is especially important when we look at um, things that are kind of difficult to hold, right? Another example is sometimes when there's an abuser in the family or even in life, right? They will say something about, you know, their childhood being painful or something traumatic happening to them. And when we're not able to hold the paradox, what happens is that we will go too deeply into this one side. So let's say I had, let's say I had a, a, a you know, a sister and she was, sexually abusing people right I don't have a sister but let's just say that and let's see in her childhood she was sexually abused right and so all of let's say usually around abusers there's a ton of enablers so whether that's be their friend their families whoever it is there's usually a ton of enablers around the abuser so let's say that girl that's my sister's family they were really enabling uh and making excuses for her by saying you know she was sexually abused in her childhood so therefore you shouldn't hold her accountable now like she should be able to get off with this like she's fine like she was hurt too right so when we can hold the paradox what we're able to say is she is an abuser now and she made her own decisions and I have to hold her accountable and at the same time she has suffered a lot and she has ton of trauma now holding that both they don't cancel one another out holding that both I can now make my empowered decision which is I am not willing to engage with this person anymore. I am going to hold them accountable as an adult, right? There's a million kids who had sexual trauma as children, but not everyone decides to grow up and repeat that cycle because they choose to be abusers, right? Not everyone chooses to be an abuser. And so some people choose to get help. Some people choose to whatever. And even if you want to make up a million excuses about how she didn't have the choice, you can still say, okay, maybe she didn't have the choice and she was just came into being an abuser because that was all that she knew. All right. And at the same time, I can also hold the paradox of maybe she had no choice, which I never think is true, but some people try to argue that maybe she had no choice, right? And at the same time, I'm still not comfortable interacting with her, which is my decision. And both of those can coincide. I still don't feel safe around her just because she had all of this trauma or just because she had all of this and that, or maybe she's a complete victim to her life, which is never true. But even if what you're saying is true, even if your perspective is true, which it's not, but even if it is, my truth, which is I'm not comfortable being around her, I don't want a relationship with her, that can also exist. It's doesn't, it's not mutually exclusive. She can have all of the pain in the world, be the biggest victim in the world, and I'm still not safe around her, and I'm still not comfortable with her, and I still do not want a relationship with her. That can exist. That can coexist. And so 
do you see how when we are not able to hold that paradox, we go too heavily into one side. So I'm going to give an example of what that would look like if we can't hold the paradox, which is, okay, I can't hold the paradox, right? I don't, there's the two, the two different things, which is I don't want a relationship with her. And also she was a victim in life. Okay. So if I can't hold that paradox, I'll either say, um, you know, she should get the electric chair. I hate her, you know, fuck her. She's, you know, the worst and, you know, she's evil and she's disgusting and she, you know, should whatever die today and I want to shoot her and whatever, just kind of go off into this, this one, which is totally valid as well. We can allow even that paradox to come out, right? That truth, that anger, which really needs to be expressed, especially in times of abuse, allowing that to come out, but just going and saying she never was, she never experienced anything wrong. Now this is more of the paradox, you know, cause that anger is necessary and needs to come out, but the paradox could be, you know, she never experienced anything bad, she didn't have anything, you know, wrong, whatever. She never experienced any trauma. Like she just made this decision on her own, whatever. Not really like seeing the truth in that, you know, she did have some trauma, whatever. And then, so then you go really far into that end, right? Um, or you go on to, and so then that really, you can't really see the truth, right? And then, or on the other end is saying she was a complete victim. She was, you know, traumatized. This is nothing is her fault. She did this, she did that, whatever. And going really far into that side, and so either way, you're not able to hold the paradox, which means that you can't make an empowered decision. So when you can hold both, you can validate both, then you can make your empowered decision. But when we can't hold both, we never end up making empowered decisions. And I think being able to hold the paradox, especially in life, let's say with social justice issues or in general, being able to hold nuanced opinions and experiences and things that seem like they con conflict one another, being able to hold all of that and hear it and then whatever decision you want to make or opinions you want to form, but being able to hold the paradox, I think is very important. And of course, it's also a feminine principle. And right now we don't see that. We see everything as polarities. Like you're either this or you're that. You're either this or you're that. And I, you know, even on TikTok, I've been trying. It's hard because I, you know, because this, first of all, because femininity in general is not uh, expressed in our society at all. And because it's not uh, celebrated, it's very difficult when you're showing up in these feminine nuanced ways and people, they, it, they don't currently have the capacity because they've not been initiated into mature femininity and mature womanhood. They don't have the capacity to hold nuanced perspectives and experiences, right? And so even paradoxical, wait, is it paradoxical? 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 I think it's one of those. <laughs> um, holding the paradox in these kind of situations or opinions or beliefs, holding the paradox and being able to express a really nuanced belief is how you get to the truth. But on social media, what makes you blow up or what makes you uh, a post go viral is when it's one or the other, right? When you take a very aggressive stand on one side, now that makes you blow up whatever side it's on. And so, but when it's nuanced and it's full and it's grounded in truth, now that it, it's more difficult for people to understand that, right? Because they're not used to being in the feminine principle or even seeing it. And so before, you know, in our society, it's all just the polarities. It's either this or that, you're either this or that, you're either, you know, that or this and opinions that are full and, 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 uh, 
whole and holding a lot and having a lot of different nuances are not able to be heard. Even, you know, when I think of sex work, right? One thing is it's it's either you're this or you're that. You're either pro or you're not, right? And this really nuanced perspective that is super important, which is I support all sex workers and I love sex workers, but I don't support the industry and I also don't support the men or individuals who buy sex work. And even I worked at a sex trafficking nonprofit when I lived in New York, it was called Restore. And when I worked there, the ethos, the opinion of the the company, the nonprofit was we support decriminalization of sex workers, which is my opinion as well, of sex workers, right? But we do not support the decriminalization of people who buy sex work. So a man who comes and buys a prostitute he is still criminalized. He is arrested. But the individual who is selling sex, the prostitute, should not be criminalized. And that is very important. It is so important because this is actually getting down to the truth, which actually allows women and sex workers to be protected. Because it's not this, you know, fanatical um, fairy tale idea which is oh my god all sex work is amazing and the truth is most sex workers are survival sex workers or they're being sex trafficked most prostitutes are sex trafficking victims but we call them prostitutes because we're not able to hold a nuanced perspective we're not able to hold that she might be at some level of agency choosing it but there's no actual choice if there's no other option There's no choice if you have no other option. If you have no other actual, legitimate, tangible way to make money and you have a man who is beating you up every day and forcing you to go out on the streets, even if you are partaking in it and not running away, you are still a sex trafficking victim and you are not actually choosing this from a level of autonomy. You are not a prostitute. You are a sex trafficking victim. And I can hold that you might actually be in Stockholm syndrome with your pimp or with even sex trafficking in general or prostitution in general. You can be in a, an, an enmeshed relationship with the, with the sex trafficking or prostitution itself, but not you are not actually choosing this from a level of agency. Therefore, you need protection. You need resources. You need help. You need services right? If someone is doing this to pay for food, they are not at a level of autonomy. And when we can't hold the paradox of that, we end up glamorizing and blindly uh, supporting sex work in general. Or you're anti-sex work because, and you shame all sex workers and things it's disgusting, which is awful. Both ends are literally horrific, shaming sex workers and being mad at them and saying that they're gross and disgusting is the most disgusting and vile thing that you can do. And on the other end, saying that sex work should be decriminalized and making this fairy tale about what sex work is and it's so easy and and that is also disgusting. And we can see why that has come about, right? Because we have this inability to hold a paradox, right? And so when we acknowledge the paradox of truth, which is that, let's say, most the average age for individuals in the United States to enter prostitution is age 14. 
You are absolutely not a prostitute at age 14. You are a sex trafficking victim. You are a sex slave. You have been failed by society, by us as a human race, by your parents, by your communities, and by the disgusting men who purchase you as a child and rape you. No, you are not a prostitute. You are not a prostitute. Now, when that 14-year-old turns 18, is she now all of the sudden not a sex trafficking victim? No, she is not. She is absolutely still a sex trafficking victim. She is absolutely still in need of services, resources, unconditional compassion, love, opportunities, community. She absolutely needs that with no shame at all. To shame her is, is the most absurd and audacious thing you could do. However, we see this polarity in our society where we can't hold this. We say it's either you're a, sex, you're a prostitute or you're not. You're either a sex worker or you're not, right? We can't hold this middle because to hold the middle, to hold the fullness, usually, as I said in the beginning, means that there is grief and pain there. If you're not a prostitute, what does that mean about us and about society and about your situation? I can no longer make fun of you. I can no longer hate you. I can no longer shame you if I actually see you. If I can actually hold you, hold your situation, hold the fullness of where you are at. I can actually, I, I can no longer hide from my human emotions. I have to feel that grief, feel that pain and feel Right When we don't hold this paradox, it's, we cut ourselves off from feeling. It's another aspect of the feminine. We also hold off ourselves off from responsibility, which is an aspect of the masculine, which we are also lacking mature masculinity in our society. When we can't hold that, we are just a flawed society, a flawed society, and we see that. And so we need to start being able to hold paradoxes and to actually see the truth and be able to feel into the pain or sadness or grief that the truth elicits. If we're not willing to feel into it, into the truth, into the feeling, we won't actually be able to move forward and we won't actually be able to progress or expand or be feminine, right? So, this is a really beautiful aspect of the feminine. I hope this was a good introduction into it and a good understanding of it. And so, yeah, so this is holding the paradox. This is a feminine principle. And yeah, I love you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for supporting me. Thank you guys so much for everything. And I love you. Our next really like influx of clients for my coaching program, you guys know I'm at full capacity right now. It is currently September 14th. I'm at full capacity right now, so my next influx will come in in December, the first week of December. So if you want to do coaching with me, go to my website, Victoria Duvall, book an introduction call. They're all free, so it's a free introduction call. We're going to discuss the coaching program, and you can see if you want to come on in December. So if you want to do coaching with me, you can book your introduction call today, and we can do our, our intro call, and then we can see if you want to come on for our coaching program in December. The spots fill up really, really quick, so if you guys want to do it, 
grab your introduction call and it's a a three-month program called From Wounded to Embodied Womanhood where I literally bring you into everything, into all of your shadows, into all of your conditioning and I bring you out of it and I bring you into your empowered womanhood. It is the most beautiful program ever. Not to do my own horn, but this program is really, really fucking good. So I love you guys. You can see some reviews on my website about it too. Um, If you go on my website, Victoria Duvall. So anyway, guys, also leave me a review on my podcast. I love you guys so much and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.